I'm not going to be on very long, but welcome to another session of Focus Females Global Chat Cafe. I am an audience member today because Shauna will be taking the lead host role. We have tons of people jumping on today. Welcome, welcome, welcome to all of you. We have Tarjay is here and Allie B is here. They'll both be reading their editorials for today. Uh, I'll be sharing our list of countries and provinces. We have a new one this week. And um, 
I'm going to turn it over to Shauna in a moment. And then, Shauna, you're going to tell me how you'd like for us to progress because um, this time I'm becoming the teacher, I mean, ah, the student instead of the teacher. And um, I hope we have a good time this morning. Um, Welcome to those of you who are in the um, chat room and the call query. Allie B., I believe this is you on. If you're ready to be on air, you can press the number one on your phone. Tarjay, your mic is live. Shauna, Shauna, are you live? You're live, yep. And um, Allie B., when you're ready, press number one on your phone, and I will bring you on air live as well. Um, so I'm going to turn it over to Shauna, and you let me know. Wait a minute. There's so many people jumping on. Oh, what did I just do? I lost everything. <laughs> Hold on, Shauna. I have to get back to the studio. I was moving things around because the call query is growing. And when I tried to move my Skype window, um, <laughs> it disappeared. The studio disappeared. But we are here. I'm still setting up. So, Shauna, take it away and um, right. let us know how you want to proceed. Well, we'll just start off first with a welcome. So, good morning. Good morning to everyone. Today is Saturday, March 28th. And welcome to another. Focus Females Global Chat Cafe. We are females offering clarity, unity, and success. Today is open chat, which means it is whatever's on your mind, let's talk about it within respect and reason, of course. <laughs> so I would love for you to jump in right now and just go through the, get, let's get the countries out the way and thank everyone for joining us. We have had some tremendous support from across the seas as well as within. So you want to jump in and give those say, uh, the countries uh, see? Hold on. Okay. Everybody oh, ready okay. for this? Nope. Got it. Okay. Perfect. Um, Go ahead. As Shauna, <laughs> Shauna said, we have countries that have been um, supporting us for a little over 10 years now, and we keep growing. And today is no different. Um, we do have one new uh, country or province that's coming on board. So here we go. A special shout-out and thank you to Australia, Belize, Brazil, Cambodia, Canada, Chile, China, Denmark, Germany, Greece, India, Indonesia, and a special welcome to Iran, Ivory Coast, Jamaica, Kenya, Macau, Malaysia, Mexico, an infamous no-name that we have here. We'll figure out who these people are, but thank you anyway. Uh, The Netherlands, New Zealand, Pakistan, the Philippines, Romania, Russia, Saudi Arabia, South Africa, South Korea, Spain, Sweden, Thailand, Trinidad and Tobago, Turkey, the United Kingdom, the United States. We have another unknown, and rounding out our list is Vietnam. Wow. So thank you, thank you, thank you for all of our listeners. And did we mention this is a global blog talk radio show? So if you wanted to um, call in today and jump into our um, open chat, the number is 646-478-4726. Again, 646-478-4726. So we have both of our ladies, Tarjay, Tara J, and Allie B., 
Which one of you ladies would love to go first and share your editorial? Oh, good morning. Are they there? I I usually. (laughs) Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Go ahead. We can hear you now. Okay. I guess because I'm usually the first, I'll go ahead and do mine. And good morning to everyone. Good morning, good morning. Good morning. So, from my Beyond the Quote, I picked a quote from Abraham Maslow, which says, if the only tool you have is a hammer, you tend to see every problem as a nail. I picked this topic because it's very broad. And whatever our discussion is today, we can, you know, bounce back and forth off of this quote. So I said, when faced with a problem, we all have particular methods we like to use to tackle the issues. Whether it be practical or not, we think our method is the best. In a way, we've become accustomed to combating obstacles over time. However, the ways that we've handled issues may not be the most ideal or logical. Our minds can become so narrow at times that we may perceive reality one way when perhaps it may actually be another. We've always heard the phrase, perception is everything. Life the issues we face and the decisions we make is how we handle issues are all based on our perception of what we think is going on and the results we wish to have. We have realistic and attainable results in mind, but the method we use to approach a particular issue may not be the most logical. Therefore, broadening broadening our options as to how we approach and deal with issues is necessary if we desire a particular outcome. Also, Sometimes we may have to analyze the end game. Is it, in fact, realistic? Is it attainable? What must I do for this outcome? Do I need to search for a different outcome? These are questions we must ask ourselves when we're faced with any type of issue, and based on the answers to those questions, we may have to change the approach on how to address the issue or consider alternative outcomes and solutions. Simply put, our perception may lead to illogical decisions, so we must analyze and determine the best way to approach everything we face from a more broadened perspective. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Wow. I'm um, jotting a couple things down um, as you were sharing your editorial this morning. And one of the things that stood out to me is when you were saying when we're faced with a problem, pretty much like what method, you know, do we use, Right. And that ties back to something I was on a um, coaching call this week. And the gentleman stated that sometimes, you know, when we have some, we're, when we're faced with a situation and we're trying to get to an end result, it's not sometimes that our methods are always wrong or the way we go about it is wrong. Sometimes we just don't put that method in order, the right order, to get us to where we want to go. So that really, really just stood out to me because I think sometimes like, okay, we're doing all these wonderful things or we're doing what is familiar, but sometimes when we're doing what is familiar, we, we're not open to the fact that there may be a better method or a better way to approach whatever that situation is, right? What do you think? Right. right. That was my exact point of view. Um, a lot of times, like I said, we, we tend to, we, we're creatures of habit. We are. Mm-hmm. So when we face issues or anything we do in general, we usually do it 
in a way that we're used to, we're familiar with, we're comfortable with. So we do the same thing all the time, but a lot of times what we're comfortable with is not the the best way to go about doing things. So we have to, you know, we always have to keep an open mind in whatever we're doing. I definitely, definitely agree. And, you know, like you said, perception is definitely everything because when, um, you know, if I'm looking at an image and I see it and interpret it to be one thing, and you, Tarjay, you know, view it to be something different, who's to say that neither one of us are wrong? It's just on how we both perceive the message that was given, right? Exactly. Wow, we have um, some people who have joined us in the chat room. Okay, Allie, I see you are listening. Nope, she's so, on now. For, she is online I'm, I'm now? trying to, yeah, I'm trying to get her on so that she can do her editorial, and then okay. we can go from there because hers has a story behind it. So I'm going to okay. see if she can join in, and um, then we can go from there. But I'm bringing Allie on now. Hello, Are you can there? you hear me? Hello. Yep, we can hear you. Oh, <laughs> Welcome. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. morning. So are you ready to share your editorial? I am. I am ready. Go right ahead. We're listening. Awesome. All right. My children and I have been home since March 16th because of COVID-19. For North Carolina's Governor Roy Cooper, we will be out of school until May 15th. The situation will be evaluated at that time to determine what will happen to school for the remainder of the school year. An upside to this situation Students and teachers will not have to go into overdrive preparing for end-of-grade testing. Until we're given clearance to return to school, my kids and I will be home. I will be teaching from home, and they will be completing assignments at home. Despite what people outside of education may believe, this is not a vacation. This is far from a break. Education will not be the same once we get a better handle on this virus. I hope the changes will be for the better. It will undoubtedly open more eyes to the inequity and accessibility. Children, especially children in southern states, do not have regular access to broadband. According to the Institute of Southern Studies, the Federal Communications Commission reports that 25% of people living in rural communities lack access to high-speed Internet compared to 2% in urban areas. So, with many learning now solely online, There are many students who will not be able to get online to complete the work. As a result, many districts across the country are not grading the assignments. Not assigning grades to work completed may not motivate students to continue working, but the hope is that once districts give the green light to assign credit to work, students who can complete the work will do so. In the meantime, I have encouraged my students to do what they can when they can. The circumstances we're facing at this time have presented challenges for everyone of all ages. As much as I would like for them to work and to learn, I know that their household situations may not be ideal for completing assignments. Parents have suddenly found themselves without jobs, and students have found themselves without their school life and friends. The level of uncertainty we face as a nation and as a world is astronomical. The stress we are all experiencing is extreme. As important as it is for us to try to find some semblance of normalcy with our adaptive routines, it is even more important to take this time to take care of ourselves. Our mental health during this time will certainly be tested as we work to maintain our physical health. While many of us are at home, 
Now is as good a time as any to make the effort of taking care of our needs, rediscovering our interests, and putting ourselves first. On Thursday, my oldest daughter and I had the pleasure of listening to one of my colleagues and friends, Michelle Harris-Jefferson, speak to the Amped Life Women's Group about self-care and removing the guilt that comes with prioritizing ourselves. Jefferson, who is an educator, author, and professional speaker, explained that it takes a shift in our mindset to start believing that self-care is a necessity because we've been conditioned to believe that self-care is a selfish pursuit. We have got to let that line of thinking go. Something as simple as getting up a little earlier and setting aside some time for quiet reflection, prayer, or even fixing yourself your favorite breakfast are all steps in the right direction towards self-care. After all, if we're not taking care of ourselves, how are we supposed to show people how to treat us and how we expect it to take care of others? Baby steps, she said, is what it takes to start the journey of self-care. While many of us are stuck at home, Creating space in our schedules for self-care is of paramount importance. We'll be with our families for extended periods of time, too, so having alone time is going to become a vital part of our routine. We owe it to ourselves and to any child within our scope of influence to show them them, the value of self-care. Lead by example and carve out time for yourself to do things you enjoy. Maybe what you do will spark their interest. Ask them what they like to do and encourage them to do it. If they like to journal, have them set aside time to write about how they are feeling. If they like listening to music, allow them to have time to zone out to their favorite songs. If they like to color or draw, let them create something. Also, let them know that what they do for themselves does not, la- does not have to look the same every day. Self-care will not look the same for everybody either, but that is the beauty of it. Self-care is for self. Please make sure you're taking, you're caring for yourself in this crisis. It is critical because taking care of ourselves is one of the few things remaining that we can control right now. Amen, amen. I yep. love that. Wow. I absolutely love that. Uh, one of the things I posted and on my um, page this week was um, I had to run to the store to grab something, and it's a little corner store, drug mart, um, and I'm in a semi suburban rural area. And so, mm-hmm. you know, they had, um, right by the register, there was this, all these fresh flowers. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, who buys flowers from Drug Mart? <laughs> but <laughs> I said, you know what? It, I need it because everything, you know, it's, everything's gloomy. You know, you're working from home. You have, some people have, you know, like me, I have a house full of kid, um, kids with a dog and, you know, and it's a lot on me. And I just want to put something fresh to look at, something beautiful to look at and to, you know, to smell. And I, I picked out an arrangement and I stuck it on my desk and I'm like, okay, now that makes me happy. And I realized at that moment, like, you know what, during this time, it's so important, as you said, to practice self-care, to keep, you know, in order, and to do those mental health check-ins with yourself. And so, listeners, what I say to you, I encourage, is that, you know, do those mental check-ins because we are in, you know, a new day. And if you need help and you need someone to talk to, there's tons of resources online. If you always know, you can reach out to the show, and we will talk to you or connect you with, you know, the right resources to help you. Self-care is imperative during this time. And even if it wasn't at this time, going through what we're facing, self-care is just, so essential. 
It is an essential part of your, it should be a part of your daily life. Does anyone else before I and dive I, in deeper on self-care? Does anyone want to say anything? I, I think that um, one of the things that we could go back to is what uh, Tar Tarjay said is um, perception is everything, and I think that during these times. Um, a lot of us, we need to disconnect from what media may be saying because media is really influencing the decisions and the perceptions of a lot of people. And in doing so, you know, so many people are falling into that, not understanding that this could be that opportunity, you know, like you said, Shauna, to take care or to invest in some self-care in addition to um, – you know, learning, like, I think we talked about this last week, learning about the strangers that are in our house. It was on another talk show that I said, a lot of people now are discovering that they don't even know their own children or their significant others anymore. So this right, is that right. time that we can take, you know, to learn that self-care. I mean, I could be wrong, people, but I think that yeah. that's, a, oh, and before, you know, before we go on, there's a lot of people in our call query. If you want to join our conversation, feel free to press the number one on your phone, and I'll let Shauna know that we'll have uh, another caller coming on. Otherwise, sit back and enjoy the conversation. Um, Shauna is the lead host for this week. I'm just kind of here helping out with the call query and all of the technical stuff. Shauna, forgive me if something happens. It's not my fault. But (laughs) (laughs) we are so trying to figure this out today. And um, and this is live radio, people. You know, so yes. things happen on live yes. radio. You you <laughs> might hear some kids in the background crying or banging on a door. You we might drop the call, <laughs> but we'll be back. <laughs> right, Just right. And, and especially, <laughs> you know, we do allow the background noise up to a degree because. We want you all to know that we're real people. You know, you know, Shauna could be, you know, coughing or I could be sneezing or, you know, we might have to go away for a few moments. And um, look, Shauna, the dog may be barking. Your grandbaby may come in. We get that. Mm-hmm. We want you to know that we're human beings. But if it's excessive noise and off the chain noise, I'm going to meet you. I'm letting you know now I'm going to meet you. <laughs> Don't blame it on Shauna. Blame it on C. Maria, because you know what? I don't play. So, <laughs> but other than that, it's yeah, we're going to keep it love. moving. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, it all is. All in love. Now, this is, look, like, Shauna is the love guru, and I'm like, for that one, yeah, it's done in love, because I'd love for this show to go on without interruption, and I'd love not to have to jump all on you on air so i'm gonna block you if it's extensive noise don't take it personal but see maria don't care if you do but anyway that's the show for another day <laughs> go ahead <laughs> so ali ali and Tarja, i want to kind of dive into because i have something that happened this week to, you know for me that that forced me to look at self-care beyond my beautiful flowers that i posted so i, was, I just want to kind of sh- give you a little backdrop and let's just dive deeper into that self-care and the perception of self-care because like the, um, the expert that was speaking that you were listening to, she mentioned that guilt, there's a level of guilt that comes with putting ourselves first. And, and it's not for me. Let me give you what happened this week. Earlier in the week, um, a childhood friend, he decided to share with me that I, have, um, that I can be very loyal and that my loyalty can come with a, um, to a fault because 
I tend not to be sometimes as loyal to myself as I give to others, right? And I was just, you know, first it was like, whoa, you know, that's something to swallow. But when I sat back and reflected and put everything in perspective, I was like, okay, there's some truth there. There's that valid. So with this whole coronavirus, COVID-19 floating around, and, you know, we're all still trying to wrap our, you know, arms around it and our minds around it, you know, it becomes, do you stay in the house, you know, and, or can you go sit on the back porch? You know, can I go, can I go visit people that I normally go visit? And it's just, you know, a smaller setting. You know, what, what are these parameters that we can move in, right? And this week I made a decision to, you know, not go do one of my normal visits. And the reason that I got to that, how I got to that conclusion was that I thought about self-care. I took, a, I took a step back and looked at how people in my circle and around me, how they flow. And I realized how everybody makes decisions. They were making decisions that were best for them. And usually, you know, I just move around and become fluid around people, around them. Not to please them, but because it helps keep my pressure down <laughs> and my attitude in check. And so when I sat back and I, I looked at how the people around me were moving and how they were making the decisions with not me in mind or considering me or my, you know, my thoughts, my wishes, how I might respond or how I may feel about this whole um, virus that we're under attack with, I made a decision. And I will say for a quick second that guilt kicked in because it was, I said to myself, like, well, if I don't, you know, go do my, my rounds, I'm not a doctor, just my rounds, my visits that I normally do, you know, that might hurt someone's feelings. Um, or they may look at it like, oh, wow, why, what happened to her? She's always here or she always does or she always considers me. But this week I really decided to just say yes to myself. And I sh- had to shake the guilt feeling off. It didn't last long for right. me at least. I knew that there might be some consequences because with everything we do and choose, there's always a consequence, whether good or bad, right? And so I just braced myself for whatever consequences or the way people perceive their perception of me choosing myself first. There were some, there were some consequences, but I'm rolling with them right now. <laughs> so what do you think I, about I, that? You know Anybody? what, Sean? Uh-huh. I think that when – when you say that you, there were consequences, let me say something here. When I, I never consequences you take care of, <laughs> when you take care of yourself, you know what? Several things that you said, and ladies, correct me if I'm wrong, a gentleman. When you, it was okay when you were, you know, altering what you had to do for them. And then mm-hmm. I heard you say, you know, it was okay because, you know, it gave you a chance to do this and that. And the first thing that had come to my mind is how we try to convince ourselves that it's okay. When technically it's not really okay because you are totally um, pacifying and, and buying in, no matter who they are. You know, it could be well, family, it could be a neighbor. Okay. Define what you mean, Exactly. Okay, I'm getting so to tell, that. Part. Tell our listeners. Okay. That's it. That's what it. I'm, I'm getting up to that. Because when we say it's okay, 
in respect to us trying to convince ourselves that it's okay, you know, I'm doing this and um, it helps me do X, Y, Z, it helps me be busy. But in the same breath, you can be busy doing things that benefit you and only you at times. And that's the real okay in all of this. So even if there were ramifications to you walking away for a minute, taking time for yourself, you know, I'm saying to people, don't feel guilty about the ramifications. Hey, you'll get over it because if you're not around, if you just stop doing your regular routine that these people have come to expect from you, guess what? They're going to go and find someone else to fill that void. So again, when we say it's okay, I'm saying it's not necessarily okay because you are neglecting your wants and your needs, but you're fulfilling those for someone else. And in doing that, now again, callers and people in the chat room or wherever you are, if you want to join in, if some people are listening through our, our players, if you want to join in, um, six four six four seven eight four seven two six, so that Shauna can bring. Well, I'll bring you on air for you to speak with Shauna and the rest of the listeners. But yeah, I think that that was great that you got to that point where you had that epiphany or that awakening where it's like, you know what? They're right. Put yourself first sometimes. And I always I encourage everybody from day one, even when I met you, I said I see something in you that you might not see in yourself. And I think I had that conversation with Tarjay just yesterday. I said, I see something in you that you don't see in yourself yet. <laughs> it's not about what I want you to do. Trust me. I have this thing that's like a, call it a sixth sense or whatever you want to call it. And I see things in people. And maybe it's because when I grew up, I was invisible. And people never saw things in me until I got out into the world and total strangers took me under their wings and helped me to realize what I didn't see in myself. So again, we all have to see that in ourselves. Or don't you, you, you know, ladies jump in because I think we have to have time for ourselves. We have to learn how to say the infamous no. That's just my, you know, two cents no, worth, I, but. I agree. I, no, I totally and I totally, agree. I totally agree. Yeah, totally agree. I think uh, even as, as women and maybe men as well, We've been conditioned to believe certain things about our roles in this life. And it's unfortunate that even going through as adults, we take on this mentality that we have to go out and care for others before we can care for ourselves. And that's dangerous because not only are we not prioritizing ourselves, but we run the risk of a plethora of health issues, mental and physical when we don't stop ourselves to take care of ourselves. I've learned that the hard way, uh, having to take leave um, from my job for some time was because my body, mentally and physically, I was tired. And putting everybody above my own needs was detrimental to my health. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's just, that's important right there because, you know, it things just wear on us. And, you know, like she said, like we women, sometimes we were taught, not all, but some women were taught, you know, to keep, you know, piling on everyone else's burden and you just keep walking and carrying it and keep walking and carrying it and pushing through, you know, dying to self. We hear that all the time. Mm-hmm. And 
it it does have some adverse reactions to it. Um, you know, I had ulcers before. They had nothing to do with the, men, you know, any physical issue. I just took some some type of over-the-counter uh, pain pill and they burn holes through my stomach. But since then, when I'm feeling a level of stress or when I'm when stress is coming on and I may not feel it up front initially, my stomach lets me know. <laughs> you know, absolutely underlining burn and then it's like oh wow mm-hmm. okay let me take a step back because I don't feel it but my body internally is already responding it's already in fight and flight mode so I have to learn to pull back I have learned I'm saying I'm learning I have learned so when that happens I pull back so it's we right. have to take that time for ourselves you know my understanding this week for me it was, you know, just being okay with, you know what, this week I'm just doing me. Like, this week I'm picking me. This week I'm doing, I'm not doing my rounds. This week I'm not, you know, and I wasn't looking for the, any, any of the people that I normally interact with to, you know, step up to the table. I did this with no intent, no pure heart. I wasn't looking for someone to say, you know what, we're going to do this for Shauna this week. Or we're going to call her and we're going to check in on her. I didn't do it for that. I simply did it because I realized, like, wow, I have overextended myself or I have extended myself so much in this area or in that area, and it's time for me to bring that in and give it back to me. I'm okay. Like, when I tell you ladies that I didn't spend a whole bunch of time burning, wasting energy trying to figure out, well, if I do this, then this is the consequence. Or if I say this, then this is the consequence. Or it could be the backlash. Didn't even waste the time. I just was open to receive and to deal with whatever was or may not come. But right. I can say I am less stressed today than I was midweek. A lot, I'm very much less stressed. And part of that is because, like, See, Maria says, sometimes a total stranger can cross your path and they can believe in you because they see something in you and they speak life into you to help renew your mind, to help put that pep back in your step. And I had that Thursday with a total stranger, virtually, of course, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and when that person spoke to me and said what they said and followed it up with a couple messages, I said, wow, the rebirth, the new birth <laughs> has begun. Right. And I am going to be more intentional right, about self-care and putting me first. Yeah, and it's, it's so and odd that you... You said that, um, Shauna, because I was just I was just speaking about that yesterday and how when we leave the circle that we're most comfortable with or that we know, we don't know who's waiting for us on the other side, which means we have to learn how to. For me, it's therapy to this day, right here now, this very second. Doing all of this is therapy for me when I don't know these people are going to call into this show. And like last week, the gentleman called in from California. And then after the show ended, he literally called 
the business line, and we talked for another little more than an hour. And he called at some point this week, but I couldn't get the call because I was too busy with some, you know, doing some crisis management. But we don't know who's there. And sometimes the very lifeline that we need comes in the form of an absolute stranger, whether it's virtual, like you said, or whether it's um, face-to-face, which right now we can't do too much of that. And this is a virus and germ-free environment here where we're all right now, I see we're from um, Ohio, uh, Georgia, North Carolina, Maryland, um, Florida. Um, There's all people on here right now. These are the people who I know are on right now that I can identify the area codes. So, again, add the people from all over the world who, who listen. And some people, oddly enough, they might get upset and they say, well, what are you saying South Africa for? What are you saying Iran for and blah, blah, blah? Well, because they're listeners. Maybe we're the catalyst to help people somewhere else understand that this is the human condition. And I always say this, you know, it's the human condition. And, you know, for this short time on Saturdays, we come together. And I always hear something that's new and exciting that helps me to move along or look at things in a different perspective. And, you know, I love open chat because we don't know what's going to happen or where it's going to go. And now it just so happens that we have a commonality in COVID-19 that's bringing us all together in ways we may not be used to. And again, live radio, somebody just dropped something. Hope it wasn't anything too serious. Oh, but, no, no. Um, the five-year-old is out on the porch with me. Who's on the porch? Brianna. Oh, okay. Oh, that would be Princess yes, Peapod. Yes, um, yes, Princess Peapod, <laughs> yes, is out here with me. Oh, so it's nice down there. It's 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 wet. It's raining. It was storming yeah, earlier this morning. Yeah, it, mm, there'll be no going out on the beautiful. deck for me. Oh. Oh wow. See, we had we had rain oh earlier in the week. No, it was a so bad storm last night. We had a lot of lightning. I mean, it was bad last night. It woke me up. See that we, <laughs> and I usually don't wake wow. up for the, you know the storms. So I'm oh, I was I'm glad somebody's experiencing some beautiful weather. <laughs> yeah, you know. Kick your feet up for me. Tar- <laughs> I will absolutely. Tarjay. Tarjay, yes. how is it down in your neck of the woods? It was overcast a few moments ago, but it's um, the sun has come out and it's going to be about 86 oh, you- today. So oh, okay. I will. Oh, all right. Like, never mind. Home. Never mind. <laughs> like, Let me just cut you off right now. Just cut her off. Okay. We're going to well, move I mean, along to better things. I mean, anyone that knows me knows I do not like spring and summer. So you can come and get this weather. You can come and get it. <laughs> Well, you need to move up to Ohio if you don't like the spring and summer because we barely have those seasons. So come on to Ohio. Yeah, we can swap it out. <laughs> so, ladies, Allie B and Tarjay and Anthony Maria, you know, how have you guys practiced self-care this week? Or how do you plan well, on maybe practicing today? For me, I've been practicing self-care for the past two weeks because um, I think I spoke about it last week briefly, but – I'm currently on FMLA when I was, I took six weeks to um, 
you know, care for my husband when he had surgery in January. And I was like, I have to have my own surgery. But I was trying to go back to work and build up time. And I have plenty of annual leave that I actually end up forfeiting. I have like 150 hours of forfeited leave because I never really take leave. I may go to an appointment here and there, or I may take a day off here and there, but I really don't take time off. So um, when all of this started to really hit the fan with the coronavirus, um, I I made a decision that I was not going back into my workplace because I wasn't comfortable. And it was something that I actually went back and forth with with myself my husband and my youngest son, they were like, please don't go. Well, my youngest, he's like, please don't go to work, mommy, because I have asthma. And once he heard that, he was just like, no, please don't go to work. And my husband's like, you don't need to be going in there. You're not going to work. You're not going over there. So he was like, you know, your your supervisor will understand. So that Sunday, I let her know that I would not be in on Monday. And she said, I understand. That's fine. I explained, you know, why I was uncomfortable coming in. We had an um we had a staff member who tested positive that okay. um not my direct supervisor but the the I work in the prison as a behavioral health counselor and the warden had actually, you know, put out in the morning meeting that a staff member had tested positive. He was in such and such hospital in such and such room and you know, he was in ICU. So she comes along, who is she's a step below him, the deputy warden of care and treatment, and she comes along and says, oh, he's not he's not in ICU. He's at home, and she tries to downplay it because she knows that that will, you know, spook some individuals. But then, you know, it was the chain reaction of people who, you know, like I said on last week's show, people who talked all, you know, they had this high and mighty, you know, speech about how they would be at work you know, things did hit the fan. They went into uh, self-quarantine. So, I, you know, after going back with myself, I started thinking, like, why am I sitting here going back and forth with myself about whether I'm going to go into work or not when these people could care less about who we are, you know, to the point where you're not giving us the full information where we're entitled to know, you know, these things. Technically, they're not even supposed to tell us who was infected, but they are supposed to let us know, oh, hey, somebody you've been in contact with has been infected. But, I, you know, once I thought about that, my husband had already been saying, you know, you're, you're, you're putting too much into it. Once I started thinking about that, it made my decision a whole lot easier. So I got up and I decided, um, you know, Monday that I was going to try to get to the doctor and see what she thought. And I let my supervisor know, hey, I don't know when I'll be back. But I will, you know, let you know. And she said she understood. When I went to the doctor, the doctor took me out for 30 days. And for me, this has been this has been two weeks of self-care because, first of all, I was putting my health on the back burner to worry about, you know, what my employers would feel. Or, you know, we had one counselor who's on leave and we have another who walked out. And, you know, I'm like, well, if I leave, you know, that'll leave a lot on my supervisor and it'll leave a lot on my other coworkers who are remaining. But then, like I said, I got to the point where I had to think about me. And this last two weeks has been, I mean, I've got, I've been home with my family. I already know my children. I spend a lot of time with them. But, I mean, I'm enjoying the time that I'm getting to spend 
with my children that I usually don't get to spend with them due to the hustle and bustle of life. So, I mean, I'm enjoying it, and it feels like a period of self-care because, like I said, I put, I'm no longer putting my health on the back burner. I'm no longer worried about, you know, what what other people have to pick up the slack for. I'm worried about me, which is not something that I usually do. Well, welcome, 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 welcome to this side of self-care. <laughs> yes. may, may, may I say this, though? <laughs> As a 40-year vet of the federal government, never forfeit your leave. I let the idiots in charge know, still using furlough leave that was returned to me. At the end of the year, I'll have over 200 hours of leave to use at this point. This year is moving along nicely. I will make it a point. I don't care if the world ends where I work. I'm going to use every single second of my leave. I give them back nothing that I earned. They don't respect me in other ways. They're not going to snatch back the leave that I earned. So that's one thing. That, and that takes time because, as you know, I work all year. I'm like you, um, Tarjay, in that respect. I will work, give them my all, but I'm going to take my leave. They're not taking one day going second of that leave that I earn. Because every year I go into the new year maxed out. I have the maximum amount of annual leave I can get. So all the leave that I make during that year is what's considered use or lose. And at some point I'm going to use every second of I could care less if they fall apart because there's a bunch of inept people in positions they don't belong in. And like I told the supervisor just this week, you took a position you don't belong in. You're a supervisor. Now's your time to crash and burn. It's called trial and error. Well, naturally, they went back and had a meeting, and so all of that work is going to be piled up on a coworker when they go back because she'll have to deal with it because we have another worker that's lazy as hell, doesn't want to do anything, and they don't seem to know how to get rid of that individual. So the uh, the junior employee is going to have a pile of work left because the supervisor didn't want to sit down in the absence. Right now we're in a crisis. So you have supervision who don't know their jobs, and they'd rather sweep it under the rug and wait for you to come back to clean it up. God only knows when that's going to be at this point. But this is how they handle things. So you don't give them back anything because let's go back to the beginning. When we said, you know, you're always doing for other people. We're always doing for other people. And they're going to keep taking. They could care less. They're going to keep taking because they know that we're going to keep giving. So when we have to stop, that's another part of your ultimate self-care is to take your leave. If nobody's home, the kid's in school, your husband's working, that's your time to take your warm bath, read a book. Me, I like Audible. So I listen to my Audible books. You know, I might listen to three or four books in a week, depending on how much time I set aside for it, because I love reading. And now I love listening to books because it's so much simpler. So I can walk around and do other things. Right. So, yeah. And that's, what you just said is good. Like, you know, I was like, oh, no, I don't, I'm not taking a vacation. You know, I have nowhere to go. But I got to that place where it was like, you know what? I'm going to come home and I'm going to prop my feet up. I'm going to go out on my little patio and kick my feet up. And I fall asleep outside, you know, and it's just like, 
I am the queen of staycations <laughs> in a heartbeat. <laughs> in a heartbeat because and I you know because I tell my boss all the time like I, I'm gonna take some time away. I'm gonna take a day off, whatever here there, you know, men, mental mental day, and they okay. We have to. It's so and um, Allie B I think said it in her editorial about how self care shows people how to, how we should be treated. Like we're teaching people right. when we right. test, when we practice self care, we're teaching yep. people how we should be treated. Right. We have another caller on the line. We have and another caller that? on the line. Hold on, let me get it on. I believe this is um Charlotte. She is in Florida. Well, hello, 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 hello. Hello. First time to all of you so far, and I'm listening to you now talking about self-care. As for me, I am an educator, too, so I've been home a while, and self-care for me has been um, just taking care of my body, um, what I'm putting in it, trying to build mm-hmm. up my immune system to anything that might be out there. I've been eating just vegetables and meat. I've cut out all carbs, carbs. Um, and just exercising when I can. I have had I've had to go to school a couple days um, and do some lesson plans or whatever, and I've done those. So I'm just taking care of myself. My yard is beautiful. I have remulched the whole front, <laughs> um, and I'm enjoying this time off. And well, you, you know, Charlotte, you said wait a minute. You said you're taking vitamins. You're taking. You're eating um, just vegetables. Is that what you said? Vegetables. And I'm vegetables. sorry. You said you're eating yeah. um, healthier? Just no carbs. No carbs. Okay. Okay. And so I'm just uh, eating vegetables and chicken, fish. Um, I don't even yeah. think I've had any red meat at all. Mm-hmm. And it has made mm-hmm. a huge difference because when I've been out, people are like, you're glowing. I'm like, well, maybe it's the sun. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's warm out here. But don't you start talking about that warm weather down there. <laughs> I'm sorry, and it's going to be 88 degrees. Just you know, in those <laughs> good vibes your way. But um, and just writing stuff down, things I want to do. I've been doing that. I had uh, started on the book a couple years ago, and it's finished. I've sent it out to a publisher. Hope hopefully they'll I'll hear something back soon. But yeah, I'm just uh, see, and that, that's some good stuff. Listen to what you just said. Look, and this and this is for me. I'm taking it in. Listeners, take in what you can with this. It's like what worked for Charlotte is that she she changed her diet. She's decided to, you know, eat a little more, be more conscious in, with her choices. She had all this energy to go mulch her yard and turn the flower beds and all that stuff. Please bring that energy yeah. up in a few months when our sun does come out <laughs> because I'm the queen of planting <laughs> a, flake fl- a fake flower in a heartbeat. But Nothing she's exercising. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she's exercising. So she got rid of some stuff out of her diet, the carbs that probably made her a little sluggish. And the exercising yeah. is adding that extra boost of fuel that her body needs. She done finished a book. How many of us, I'm just going to ask this question. Come on, listeners. Come on, my host, my co-host. How many of y'all been working on your master plan? And I, like, mm. I'm, I work for a regional bank. So I'm not off, off per se. I'm working from home. We've been home since the middle of March. We've been home. This is our two and a half weeks I think we've been home. But so I don't have maybe as much downtime as people who are not working at home at all. But I'm I'm working on a master plan. How many of us are working on a master plan like Charlotte? She finished her book and sent it off. Waiting to hear back. 
What does that entail? Yeah, I have actually, um, I have actually sat down because usually everything is so, like I said, it's so I'm in the moment. So I'm usually, okay, I get up, I go, I have a routine, I get up, make sure my kids up and out the house with the bus, I go to work, I do my job, I come home, then, you know, we get ready for what we're going to eat, take showers, do all that. And then there's a little bit of time for TV, and then there's bed, and you get up and do it again. So I have been procrastinating on getting back in school. I have really been dragging my feet. And my sister told me when I graduated, she said, do not take a year off, because I said I wanted to take a year and, um, you know, just enjoy not having to do schoolwork. She said, don't do that, because you're going to get lazy. I said, she doesn't know what she's talking about, because she didn't do it, so she doesn't know. I took a year off, and that year has turned into six years. And I really need to get back in school. So this time has allowed me nothing but time to sit down and figure out. I'm still trying to figure out exactly what I want to get my, um, I want to further my education in. But it's uh, the fact that I actually have the time to do that. Before I go back to work, I want to be enrolled in someone's college, working on my next step. So, I mean, I just want to... I, like I said, you really don't realize how much you just exist until you actually have a moment to sit down. And I didn't have that at my old um, job because I had a supervisor who was micromanager, and she was she was a supervisor from hell. So there was no taking off, and there was no this. So that's how I ended up with so much forfeited leave. And then I get to um, – I'm in the same agency, but I switched um, locations, and I ended up with a supervisor who is – completely understanding she's completely into taking a mental health day for yourself or two or week or whatever you need and you know it's giving me first it scared me because I had never been in I had never had a supervisor who was like that so I really am thankful for her but then as well like I said I had the time to actually sit down and put thought into what it is that I really want to do and just like the yesterday we were, I worked out I've been procrastinating on that as well. There's a million and one reasons why I can't work out when I go to work. I've been working all day. I'm tired. I don't feel like it. But I know, okay, well, diabetes runs in my family. High blood pressure is an issue for me. It also runs in my family, and so does heart disease. So I know that I need to be doing something, but I give myself all the reasons why I should not do it. So, I mean, I've lost five pounds in the two weeks we've been home because I'm not, I'm not snacking like I thought I would be. I actually bought snacks, and I'm not really eating them. So, I mean, my whole goal while I'm out is to get my health together, get my eating habits together, and which will lead to better health, and then, you know, further my further my education, get another degree, and just, you know, move on from there. That is my, that is my master plan for right now. So, may I say, can I say something? Can I share with you? Thank you for mm-hmm. definitely sharing, because so many of us, we fall into that, that circle of procrastination um, because we have made 101 excuses. And some in the past, of, some excuses may have been valid. You know, you got to be out the house by five or something. You got to do whatever. Some things may be valid. However, we got to get to that space where, especially like you said, you know, there's some hypertension, there's some, you know, some health um, history there. And so we have to be intentional. One of the things that I'm pressing into my head, <laughs> I have to be intentional with my goals. I have to be intentional with me 
I have to be intentional with that self-care. I have to be intentional with my goal planning. I have to be intentional with every minute that I have breath. And because right. I can procrastinate and write a whole book about it in 10 seconds, right? But what I learned was I used to want people, like, see, Maria saw something in me. She heard something in me because it was a, a meeting over the, the radio. She saw something in me, heard something in me. Well, I knew I had the gift of gab, <laughs> and I absolutely love to help people. I procrastinated on developing it. And so it was almost like I was, I had been waiting for people or someone to say, hey, I, not only do I see this, here's a roadmap to get you there. And not only here's the roadmap, let me come to your house and wake you up at 7 o'clock and cheer you out of the bed, clap it up while you exercise. You know, I was looking for someone to lock arms with me in life, and I'm not talking about just the radio person, just more like general stuff, like exercising, eating better, like Charlotte mentioned. I wanted this personal cheerleader because I thought that that was going to help me. But what I realized today with this week, when someone stated to me that they didn't think I was serious enough to receive their help in an area that they're an expert in, wellness. And it clicked. I said, okay. Now, don't get me wrong, y'all. I used to be a runner, an avid runner, a track star, all that stuff. And I actually signed up for, so this week, y'all, I signed up for a virtual 10K. I'm going to do that at the end of next month. I'm signing up for another race, hopefully in the fall, um, and hopefully all this best will be done with by then. Um, so it was like I had to learn, I had to reposition, reframe, rewire myself, you know, to get back on being intentional and stop waiting for me, not for you, but for me it was stop looking for outward coaching or outward motivation and self-motivate myself and to realize, like, you know what, I don't want to have high blood pressure like my dad and my mom and the rest of them. So I signed up for um, an online exercise program, and her name is Macy. I can't never pronounce Arias, maybe her last name. I'm sorry if I mispronounced that, who is a beast. And the first few workouts I just watched, (laughs) (laughs) I joined because it was like I had to motivate myself to say I am worthy of the outcome desire in my health and wellness goals. So I applaud you for making that first step of recognizing what needs to be done. And I just encourage myself and others to follow up. Make those do those follow up steps right. to make sure that they're getting done. No excuses. Go ahead, Steve. Right. And I think that um I want to say that several things. Two things is that for me, you know, I lead a very busy life. People, I deal with people all over the world. I'm working strange hours. I'm up at three o'clock. You know, I'm out the door by three thirty in the morning. Get up at two to get to work. Start work there most of the day, then take an hour more to get back home. It's late by the time I get home. It starts with baby steps. None of us has every single second of our lives where we're that busy. It started with me saying, okay, every day, 15 minutes, 
It's going to be my sit down and do nothing time. Whether it be when I go into the restroom at work or whether I'm in the bathroom at home, that's my space and my time where I get myself acclimated to knowing that if that's my goal, I have to start somewhere. So we let's go back to what we said earlier, baby steps. Start with 10 minutes if you can't do that. And again, so many things. I love this show today because we said so many things. Number one, we said, you know, getting outside of that, that norm or your box and seeing that sometimes it's a total stranger out there that's waiting to give you the next leg of your journey or the next chance. You know, it was someone who took me under their wing, some stranger sponsored me into the Academy of Television Arts and Sciences, a.k.a. the Emmy, some stranger I still don't know to this day. That person saw some of my old television programs, and they at some point came across me. I was sponsored into that organization. You know, the other day I announced that someone, some angel out there, either did a fundraiser or wrote a check or did something, And we got a check from Network for Good. Again, because someone out there who I don't know knows me or what I'm doing or they hear this show. I don't know who it is. So I said, thank you. The check came the other day for our nonprofit. So again, people, you don't understand the magnitude of being here today. It may not be what I'm saying. It could be what Allie B said or you, Shauna, said or Tarjay said. Because somebody out there needs to hear what each and every one of us has to say. And it may not be the same people. So, again, this is all about making that time. And now you know that you can do it. And you have to keep, um, what is it, realigning your thought process to know that this is what I have to be on. When I was in law school, Mondays was my rest day. There was no schoolwork, I think, three times The whole time I was in law school, I had to do work because I was so overwhelmed or something happened at work and I had to catch up. Three times. I don't think it was any more than that. Mondays was my rest day, but I had to keep going. Saturdays and Sundays, that's why I took off from the program and all of that. That was the days when I really did all of my schoolwork and got my schoolwork ready for submissions by Sunday night. You have to have that, as you said earlier, master plan. And you have to stick to that plan because the minute that you get off of it, you're going to be off of your axis for a long, long time. And as Tara said, she went from, you know, taking that year off to six years. So, again, when you look at it, find that thing, whether it's that degree, whether it's that you time, that self-care time, Keep your eyes on that prize at all times. Consider it like this. Take a jar, and every day you promise yourself you're going to put a quarter in it or a penny or whatever it is. And the first day that you miss that, you have to start all over again and see how many jars you have at the end. When you could have poured all of that work into one jar and saw by then the jar was overflowing and you would have already reached your goal. So that's the way I look at it, and oddly enough, we haven't gotten into this yet, but you know, remember a few weeks ago when the caller had come on, she said this place was like fire and gold, and we should expand. 
Well, we started yes, doing I do that. remember that. Yes. Mm-hmm. We started doing that this week. Um, I got a Zoom account. Um, we've been practicing what we call um, coronacations with family and friends. We have been coming on family, basically, to learn how to do Zoom. And um, I was listening to another show, Roland Martin, the other day, and he said, what you want to do is, when you're live streaming your main places are YouTube, Facebook, uh, Periscope, and Instagram, which all of a sudden now, other than Periscope, I have a YouTube channel that came with the nonprofit. So I have a YouTube channel. Facebook Live is there. And what we've been doing is having family time, which we're going to have another one later on today. But yesterday we started working out together as a family. Even though we're all in different states, we come together on Zoom to, and then we will screen share a workout routine. And we all did it, and like Tarjay said, it killed her yesterday. And I'm like, girl, got to get back with it. Let's get this done. So, again, it's bringing us together in different ways, and we are expanding in that respect. So a lot of people waiting for Lady On today, we're going to do it again. We're going to come on and have our infamous coronation time where we're coming together to talk and just have a good time, whether we're going to work out today or whatever, we're still socializing in an uh, environment and a virus-free, germ-free way where we're all still coming together. So I'm excited about us getting ready to expand into doing our programs um, live on YouTube and Facebook and several other entities, including um, I'm a business, so uh, of course, we can do some things on Instagram, but Instagram is only 60 minutes per live broadcast. And um, we can also do streaming through, um, and of course, we can tape the, the, the professional programs through Zoom, and we can actually stay live for up to 24 hours. So if we wanted to do a marathon, we could do that as well. So all of these things are coming into play slowly but surely. But um, as as uh, we said, it's better when we work together to encourage one another is what I'd like to think. So if anybody else has something you'd want to add to that, feel free to join in because I don't want well, it to I be, love, you know, Sean and I yeah. only. <laughs> right, because we'll we will talk now. But I do love that family affair. It's just like, you know, we have to come together. We got to help and encourage one another. I have seen so many great videos, you know, on Facebook and Instagram of families, you know, exercising online together, you know, and I think that is so amazing. You know, it's, it's, we have to take advantage of this time that we've been given, you know, just like we're kind of giving the earth, Mother Earth rest right now with, you know, with not of all of us out, you know, polluting with gas, blah, blah, blah. We're, get, we're also giving ourselves that rest and, re, you know, re, re, uh, renewing ourselves, right? So, yeah, right. I love yeah. it. I'm so happy that y'all are doing it. So y'all keep doing it. Work hard. Check in. Y'all get some um, drink lots of water. <laughs> so get all that stuff and the toxins flowing out. I'm proud of y'all. Look yep. at y'all doing it. <laughs> yep. It's a learning curve for all of us. Baby steps. Yeah, it's baby baby steps. steps. 
and mm-hmm. and in order for us to make this grow, we, we're learning now. We're learning how to run the systems, how it's going to work. Everything is mm-hmm. set up for us to go live on other platforms. Um, mm-hmm. And at some point, we'll incorporate it into Healing Through Her Network and the whole nine yards. But right now, we're having fun getting through this. And we might even do a, you know, break bread together where we're all going to sit down and eat dinner, whatever we're going to have. Everybody's in their mm-hmm. own place, but we can still be on. And um, Tarjay and, and anybody else who's joining in today, I'm thinking maybe we could just take turns leading the um, exercise routines because God knows I know 88 million of them. And I'm a certified children's fitness specialist anyway by AFPA. So, yeah, my certificate is on the wall downstairs with my wall of um Wall of Awards and Certificates and Degrees. So, um, let's let, hold on. Let, hold on, listeners. Let's play a game of Can anyone list two things that C. Maria is not certified in? <laughs> <laughs> Anybody got one? See. Just one. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to. Oh my gosh, she went there. But see, I'm a learner, people. So I like to know. I'm a Jill of all trades. Um, mistress mm-hmm. of quite a few, actually. So, oh, <laughs> that's funny. Gosh, I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna go be quiet now. Go ahead, ladies. Everybody, no, I, mean, I, just, oh, just I had ahead. to. <laughs> In a minute, she was gonna say that she was certified. You know, writing forensic person. I don't know. Yeah, but it's it's all good because this is, and I actually I appreciate that because me as well. I have various certifications and expertise areas because I'm like, if I got to learn it, I might as well get certified, get something out of it. <laughs> right. I, I totally, totally understand. I'm a life learner as well. Yeah. <sighs> Allie, are you and here I, with us? Uh, I'm still here. I'm still here. I'm listening and doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so glad you were able to join us today. Anybody yeah, else want to join in on some baby steps? <laughs> And it, I'm telling you right now, my grandson quiet. is awake now. No, I'm saying my grandson <laughs> is awake now. He's already jumped. He already broke through the door once. So if I go on mute really quickly, it's because he done ran back in because he learned how to open up doors. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. <laughs> right. On the tippy toe. I have handles. So he's learned to stand on the little tippy toes. Oh, and yeah. And he comes running and he doesn't understand why he can't be next to his grandma. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Girl, y'all pray for me. It's been a long <laughs> I love my family. But you know what? But cherish just, these you know, moments. Oh. I say cherish these moments. I, you know, yeah, I can't be I'm with my family. Pictures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but I can't. I, you know, so what, you, this brings it, us together. Because people can't be. You, you know, you said we have callers from other countries, and they may have family here or vice versa. You might be right. next, living literally next door to your family that you can, you know, communicate with or be in contact with. So I right. am, I am really, because I think it's Tarjay that, you know, she talks a lot of from last week and this week, you know, she spends a lot of time to really in Zoom with her family. They do family fun night, if I remember correctly, you know, and yes. I am really enjoy, I'm enjoying it because it's just like, okay, because I know when it's time to go back to work. I won't be able to be woken up by a little baby hitting me in the head with a toy, you know, <laughs> and, you know, watching him crawl through his tunnels and laugh. And, you know, my daughter sitting on the side, like grandma, like she's on vacation, she feels, because grandma's here. So she'll take care of it all. 
So I am truly enjoying it, but I'm also realizing how much energy it takes, which is also going back to what Charlotte was saying. It's so important to, you know, work on building up that immune system and, you know, working on that body, eating, you know, making better eating choices that's going to fuel your body with energy. So I'm, it's, it's fun, but it's also like I'm, some days I'm like, I just want to take a nap. <laughs> oh, and he learned, and how, I, how, he learned how to draw on walls, too. Oh, that's oh, my youngest. Oh, wow. <laughs> you can't exercise. <laughs> I'll exercise thing. a bad diet, so it's great to, to try to change that. Well, you're right. That's right. Say that again. You can't exercise a bad You can't out exercise a bad diet. That's right. Nope. Yep. Well, yep. Excuse me while I put away my Reese's cup. Let me just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I, I, I want to say, though, that that we don't lose what we have developed doing this for all of the listeners and all of the people on, on, of course, here on the show. I hope we don't lose what we have developed in this point. When we go back to our busy lives, we should still make up a time where we can get on Zoom and just look at each other and talk about absolute. I mean, yesterday, I think that we were on the phone until, I mean, we were on Zoom until almost 8 o'clock. And it was supposed to end at 6.30. And um, we were just sitting there doing absolutely nothing. We were screen sharing, watching trains go by in Canada. So, you know, it was just <laughs> small things that we did that, you know, brought us all together. And in doing so, one of my systems just went totally black. Okay. Um, in doing so, it helps us to stay together. And we should know that. Once we go back to the norm, if there ever is a norm, don't forget what we built during the crisis. We have to figure out a way to keep it going to some degree, whether it be, okay, people, no matter what, we have to be home for dinner. If we're even going to do it on Saturday afternoons, because we need to decide what time we're going to Zoom today so that we can all get on and see each other and I believe some more people are coming on board, some more families, so you can see new family that you didn't know before. All of these things we're doing so that we can continue to grow. And then when we integrate it into what we're doing with Focus Females Global Chat Cafe and Healing Through Her Talk Radio Network and whatever joins on the network, maybe Shauna will break off and have her own show under the network auspice. We don't know at this point. But these are things that could happen in the future. So we are working on building something, and each one of you is a part of it. Every time you come on, you're a part of such a bigger picture. And, yes, I may be C. Maria, but, yeah, and I'm larger than life to some people, but C. Maria is nothing without other people being a part of this journey. It's really not, yes, could I carry it? Sure, but it becomes tedious. It's still, if you all knew how much it took to prepare for every day to get these shows on air, it's ridiculous. I always say right now I'm looking at four screens. I have several phones going so that I'll know and make sure that everyone, I'm running different systems so that I'll know what other people hear and what other people see. I want to make sure that everything is okay. Oh, here comes Prime. Okay, never mind. That excites me when I see the prime van. But um, okay. Oh goodness! Oh goodness! <laughs> really? 
<laughs> like, people, it's prime. I don't think I ordered anything, so they're not coming here. But still, I don't think I ordered anything. Nope, he's going across the street. Well, why are you parked in front of my place? How about you turn the van around? Off. Don't get that excited. But... <laughs> So, again, I'm sitting up here um, looking forward to, again, our Zoom time together, our coronation. I have not – I don't think I set it up for today. If anybody wants a good time when we can all get together, just blurt it out now so I can set it up so that we're all going to be ready to get on. Everybody, because we're in different time zones, too. So we have to make sure that it's a time that's conducive with everyone across the board. So if anybody wants to know when we want to do our Zoom today, just give me some suggestions, whether it be in Messenger or whether it be here, because um, then I'll send you all out the link. And we do have a permalink, too, for the private Zooms that we do. And that's different from when we're doing the professional things like webinars and all of that. So right now we do have a permanent private link, too. So again. These are all of the things that we're working on behind the scenes, people, and ways that you can enjoy your time uh, while we're on this this lockdown. We don't know how long it's going to be. Um, if the professionals have their way in the CDC and everyone, we won't be, you know, rising from the dead on Easter like some people want <laughs> to, you know, boast oh. their numbers and things, but... Um, because they will essentially be be sending us to our potential deaths or illnesses if yeah. we go back before this thing is under control. That's the realization mm-hmm. of it. And for those of you that don't know, um, I posted uh, the interview that Trevor Noah did with Dr. Fauci. Um, it's on yeah, I watched um, it this social morning. media. Yeah. Without yeah, because he's talking without all of the other distracting noise. And rhetoric that's going on around. So I would urge you all to look up Trevor Noah and his interview with Dr. Fauci, where it's um, unencumbered by other factions that are giving us untruths because it's all about them as opposed to the safety and health of the people. So again, I'm looking up Trevor Noah and look up his interview with Dr. Fauci. And um, I believe that. It'll make things clear for you as to what this is and what's going on and what we need to do to protect ourselves and our loved ones. And, you know, he's, I just, he's just, you know, I just, I enjoy watching him and listening to the doctor because, you know, he is really trying to help people put things in perspective and he has no problem with saying, you know what, I don't know. We don't know the answer to that yet or the depth of that answer right now, but here's what we know or here's the precautions you can take. I think that uh, so many people, and it's not about living in fear, um, because we can't live in fear. However, you can't throw us back into the the den with the lions and say, okay, you know what, we aren't making money right now. (laughs) You know, my businesses or, you know, that person's businesses aren't making money. So we're just going to throw everybody a check, and you guys come back and send money with, you know, my businesses. You know, let's just be smart about it. I can't tell or make suggestions on what you can do with your money. If, you know, you are a recipient of that. Um, But be smart. Be smart. Um, You know, 
you can do what you want. I personally, while I do also love the blue truck pulling up to the house, you know, I had a conversation with my daughter yesterday, and I'm like, you know, whatever you funds you get, don't go free willy and just start, oh, I'm going to go shopping, I'm going to do this. You know, I'm like, invest in something. You know, invest in something. Be wise with it. Save it because you got to pay tax <laughs> Like, just be smart about it, you know. Be be mindful with social distancing. I know we all have seen like a thousand and one crazy memes out there, and some of them are actually hilarious. Um, there's one that was floating around locally about Cleveland. You know, like you know, the coronavirus has nothing on Cleveland because you know we're the mistake on the lake. We burn lakes over here. You know, like we are the home <laughs> of you know. We can't get a winning team, so, you know, we go through the, the, the depths of the, you know, cries and stuff. So nothing can affect the Cleveland, as my grandson just walked in. And, you know, it's just, but there's, so there's some, make, you know, find some moments to laugh through all of this. But also, you know, do practice the social distancing because, like the doctor said in the Trevor video, um, you know, that you, I may not be affected today. I may not have the virus or be a carrier or maybe I am with no symptoms, and I come and I say I come and hang out with C. Maria, and then C. Maria has to go see someone elderly. Now C. Maria could be a carrier, and then that elderly person could be affected. Um, it's, it's like a, it's just it's silent, and so we just have to be mindful. Mind, and it's okay if other people don't understand your practicing of social distancing. Just, just simply say I'm, I'm practicing self care. <laughs> That's a very good way to put it. And I had to go out yesterday, and um, I went to Walmart, and the cashier wanted to make sure that uh, there was adequate space between me and the um, person behind me. And the person behind me, I think, took offense to um, being asked to stay at a respectable distance. And so I made it a point to tell the cashier, I said, well, thank you, you know, for reminding us of doing this. This is important to do. And it starts with one. And we've got to lead by example at this point because a lot of people, you know, still aren't taking it seriously and think that, you know, stay-at-home orders and, other things are a little bit ridiculous um, because they're not directly affected, but it's coming. And I think that they need to, you know, understand that. But for those that don't, and for those of us who do understand, we just have to lead by example and, you know, make sure we put those things in place and just say, you know what, I'm trying to take care of myself. And, you know, in caring for myself, I'm, you know, caring for you too in this uh epidemic, this pandemic that's going on. Right. Definitely. So and so this is something that came to mind while you were speaking. Totally has nothing to do with social distancing. But somebody need to hear this. Clean your house. <laughs> yes. You have all the time in the world right now. Purge. Now, you may not be able to take them to, you know, different charity drop-offs and things like that, or people won't be able to pick them up at this time, but stick them, you know, in the garage. But take this time to remove distractions as you're working your master plan or working to create your master plan. And I learned this on my coaching call because my, one of my distractions is my email. Um, 
and so I have a junk email. And in this junk email, I opened it up because the person said that we had to unsubscribe to all these different, you know, emails. So I'm like, okay. And then we have to delete, clean out our boxes. And when I opened it up and I realized this just this morning, the, the number at the top of the email box said 89,000 something emails. But I just realized this morning that that meant unread <laughs> email. <laughs> that wasn't even all my emails. So I am proud to say that with that account, within the, yesterday and the half, like a couple hours that evening before, I'm down to 53,000 something unread emails. I cleared oh out God. one email account um, that had 14,000. Um, I cleaned out another one that had, you know, um, a little less than that. I deleted a secondary IG account. And um, today I'm going to be working on that um, 53,000. Huh? Shauna, let me say we do have we we do have a new um, person joining us in our chat room. So a special hello to Amish comedian. Thank you so much okay. for being here. We see you over here. Um, Charlotte says that she has to go, but she says she wants you, us to know. A suggestion is to write down all the things they want to do, journal it. That way, mm-hmm. it's a reminder every day. Um, mm-hmm. she's about to log off, but, um, she enjoyed being here today and, Thank you um, for she looks us. forward to possibly joining us later on today on zoom. Um, Amish said, hello, hello to you, Amish yes. comedian. If and another you thing would I like to, to, hold on, if you would like to join good. us live, please dial in. See, can you recite the, um, state the phone number? Six four six four seven eight four seven two six, or you can type your comment or question in the chat room, and we'll read it for you on air. But before you move on, um, um, Shauna, what Charlotte said about writing things down, I always say get your envelopes mm-hmm. and you you mark them one week, two weeks, one month, two months, three months, whatever it is, and you put that goal inside. And you put Mm -hmm. the date that you're supposed to have achieved that. And on that date, you might not even remember, especially if you do it several months out or a year. When you open that envelope, if you haven't achieved that goal, you know what your next step is going to be or should be. So, again, Mm -hmm. it gives you that idea. And sometimes if you journal it, you want to keep looking and it might be overwhelming to you, get yourself a box of envelopes and put each, uh, what is it, milestone date on those envelopes and write what you want to do. And then when you get there, if you haven't done it, that's a clear sign that you need to rearrange some things. And that goes back to what I was saying about, you know, just us being intentional, you know, um, mm-hmm. to, uh, to move forward, to progress forward, to reach those milestones, to reach those goals. You got to be intentional. So I can't just say like today, okay, my goal is to have a clean house. That's too broad. That's too general, right? It becomes, I have to sit down and say, okay, let's see, it's 1030 Eastern or close to 1030 Eastern time. I'll be on the radio till about 11. Then I got to jump on a scholarship call. Then I have another meeting from two to four. So between 12 and two, this is, I'm going to, wash three loads and this is how I break down my my goals now you know and I assign them time to complete them because for me 
if I don't assign it a time in my calendar, it's up in the air. So right. I'm going to go and I'm going to wash this load, and I'm going to make sure I fold and put them away between this time. Oh, and then while that's washing and um, drying, I'm going to, oh, let's straighten off my office desk. Let's, you know, so I, you have to be intentional. So as she was right. saying, you know, one of her suggestions was if you want to do the envelope, you know, method, go for it. But just be sure that here's my, that you have written out an action plan to get to those goals. To be intentional. Yep. yep. Create an action plan. And then, or they're going to always remain a, 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 a loading goal. Right. And if you can't do three loads, do one. And make sure that when you do that load, don't take it out and drop the clothes in the plastic bag or in the hamper on the floor. floor. Fold them up. (laughs) What I try Uh to do, but what I try to do is sometimes I'll stay, you know, in my basement and I'll, I'll literally fold them and get them ready before I even bring them up from the wash and dryer. Everything is folded and ready to be put away by the time it gets to the point of destination. And some people, when we say clean your house, take one room. Nothing for me. Nothing's worse than an oh, a dirty bathroom. No, absolutely not. Mm-mm. So start someplace small. Start someplace that that's easier for you to clean, um, and then move from there. And if your kitchen is a hot mess, wash those dishes. I one of the things that I did years ago. I don't go to bed with with dishes in the sink. Never, ever, 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 ever. I don't. Even if something needs to soak overnight, I don't leave it in the sink. It's just that I have gotten conditioned to not seeing dirty dishes piling up in the sink. So, therefore, it's not there. So, these are all the things. And I want to say, Shauna, we're coming down to our 30-minute mark. So, Mm -hmm. ladies, um, this is probably when you want to go around the room and into our chat room and see if anyone wants to... Um, add anything to our conversation today. It's open chat, but we've been talking about self-care. Um, mm-hmm. Shauna's led us in a great discussion about self-care. And, um, and see, Maria, hold on. Let me tie what you were just saying in reference to cleaning to self-care and mental health. Mm-hmm. Do you remember a time where you felt flustered or just overwhelmed and you look around and your space isn't organized or clean? Or and then can I remember a time when you walk into that clean room? Like after you clean your room, after you do those dishes, don't you just feel better? Yes. You you might be tired from doing it, but don't you mentally feel better? And that was going back, and I was that's why I was saying the whole distraction thing. You have to remove distractions for your mental health so that you can focus on those things which require your attention. Right? Remove yep. distractions. Yep. So the 20 loads of laundry that you got piled up in your laundry room right now, remove that distraction. Baby steps, like she said, do one load. Promise to see yourself to do one load today. And complete you it. Get out of that, that means folding and them up. And complete it from beginning to end. And that means put them away, right. too. <laughs> right. That's it. I don't it. care if That's you just got to fold them up, put them away. In bedroom because you ain't got no dresser. Put them in the plastic bin. Right. Yeah. Beginning to end, we have to be completers. We have to be finishers. Right, right. And then right. that removes that clutter. 
And then you, then you, and for me, when I first started this, I would give myself a little reward. Okay, well, if, and if I did this loads of laundry, you know, I got, you know, five minutes to sit down and 15 minutes of downtime. But I timed it. Boom, I got to get back up and keep it going. So just re- yep. be mindful, sit back, because you can't effectively work on your master plan if you have a thousand and one distractions. Because they're going to keep taking right. you off course. And that distraction can be, like I said, social media, email, text messages, people, activities. Figure out what distractions are not serving your master plan. Right. Right. I got that from part of that from Artemis, cousin Artemis this week. <laughs> but figure out what, what those distractions are. I started working on removing emails last year. But then it got too overwhelming because it, it felt like 20 loads of laundry piled up. Right. So him coming back and telling me that this week to keep doing it was just a reminder of what I had already began. I just yep. had to recommit to that commitment. So I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to let uh, Tara J and Allie B um, <laughs> say any final words of encouragement or whatever you want to share before we start, you know, wrapping it up because we do appreciate everyone's time. So go at yep. it. Um, for me, anybody. Um, I just wanted to touch on the a few things, the distractions. Um, definitely something that I am working on. It's not something I'm not aware of it's just something that I need to um buckle down and discipline myself with tv and social media are definitely a um distraction for me and um it's something that I just have to buckle down with I mean buckle down on and get it in order as far as um you know it goes back into what I said earlier when I um, read my beyond the quote what is my end game and I know what my end game is and I also pose myself the question, am I doing everything to get there? And I know that I am not. So in knowing that I'm not, what is it that I'm going to do to, um, you know, get in line with the goals that I have set for myself? And that's something, you know, I have, I have the goals. I just got to buckle down and be more disciplined. And it's not just, you know, with school and with just in any area in life where you know you may have room for improvement. You just have to buckle down with it. So I'm talking to myself as well as anyone else who, you know, has goals that we're, we haven't yet met. And we know we could be doing a little bit more to get there or a lot more to get there, whatever it may be. Um, when you were talking about the clutter and cleaning your house, the thing that has amazed me during this time has been the fact that when you go in the grocery store, you you know, I used to buy laundry sanitizer, the Lysol laundry sanitizer. That was something that I always bought to put in my clothes just because it's a sanitizer. But now when you go in the store, you can't find hand sanitizer. You can't find laundry sanitizer. You can't find Lysol. You can't find wipes. Bleach is hard to find. So I'm in seeing this, I'm thinking about all this crap that people are hoarding, but you still have houses that aren't clean. You're still not practicing proper hygiene. You're still not you know, showing that you're, I'm not, I'm having a hard time understanding why, why buy these things just because, is it just because of the pandemic we're going through? But if you're afraid of that, you also need to change your habits. And I know some people who are not very clean, 
But they had plenty of bleach in their house right about now. So, I mean, when you said that, it really it, it has been something that has been amazing me the past two weeks. And once this pandemic passes, because it will pass, we're going to eventually see everything back in the stores as normal. People are going to get back to their normal lives, not washing hands, um, you know, not cleaning properly, not using, you know, bleach and things like that. So it just makes you think um, you can also apply that to your life. As of right now, we're talking about self-care. And are we doing, do we have all the items that we need for self-care? And is it something that we, you know, stock up on regular? And I'm not talking about just material items. I'm talking about physical and mental things. Are we stocking up on what we need for our own personal health? If we're not doing that, this is the perfect time to figure out what is it need, What is it that I need? Because just like you said, see, Maria, we've got to keep up with this. Once everything is said and done and we go back to our regular routine, we still have to keep up with this um, This health, taking care of self. It's something that we have to make time for. How are we going to do it? And that's something we need to do in this time as well, figure out what it is that we're doing, practice that, and then also find out when I go back to my regular schedule, how am I still going to fit in this time for self-care? Yeah. And um, so we have um, about 22 minutes in and Amish Comedians is over in our show, in our show chat room. I want to read this before we move on to you, Allie B. Um, Great advice, ladies. Is anyone working towards self-actualization? And I believe that's what, um, Amish, if you come back and listen to our whole program, or most of it, because this is like a two-hour show, um, you'll see that that's some of the things that we were talking about today and working towards, and maybe we'll do a whole show that's actually dedicated to self-actualization. Good Mm -hmm. topic, actually. And Amish goes on to say that blog talk is a huge distraction. And um, as I said, if the shows are empowering me, then I try to give them some time. But I used to sit and just explore, and I had to stop that because those shows weren't um, really servicing me in the end. It just gave me, I killed time listening, but I got, you know, in the end, I had accomplished nothing towards my own goals. Um, And Amish says that um, I find some of the shows are like soap operas, and I like to find out what is happening with people. And I said, but what does it bring to your self-actualization and motivation to reach your goals? And Amish says that um, they'll listen to uh, this show again. So, um, again, self-actualization is what we're headed towards. And maybe when we come back, because we will be off next week, because we're starting to set up our schedule when Focus After Dark starts. So the first, uh, if we're on uh, late night before, we won't be on that Saturday morning. So, again, the first week is our free week where we get to regroup and refresh, self-care. And then second week, of course, is Cerebral Conversations. Third week of the month is Uh, Whole, W-H-O-L-E, Listic Living, um, in every way. And then, of course, the fourth week uh, is Open Chat, which we are in um, now. So, again, I wanted to let you all know that, and I'm going to turn it over to Allie. We have about 20 minutes, so Allison, uh, take it away, and then uh, 
Shauna, if you're going to come back, I will, um, I'll end, or you can end, Shauna, after me, after Allie B. Okay, so Allie B. Okay. I uh, feel that what Shauna was saying about being intentional is something that has really resonated with me. I have not always been intentional with my goal setting, and um, thankfully, my oldest daughter, she has done a really good job of setting goals and time limits and things of that nature, case in point. Whenever she's cleaning her room, she sets uh, time markers for herself so that she kind of knows where she is and what she needs to get done in a certain amount of time that she set for herself. So um, they say out of the mouth of the babes, I learned a lot from her. Um, Talking about, you know, some of the distractions that I have that have been keeping me from my own personal goal setting, social media is definitely one. Uh, Since I have been home, I have noticed that my social media consumption has increased and I need to take a step back because as I was telling um, Maria earlier, Dr. Mom earlier, um, that I tried to find uh, news stories that did not really pertain to the pandemic or what have you, and I wasn't able to find too much anything. Um, Almost every story had some sort of link to the virus. So today is as good a day as any to go ahead and shut off social media, if not for the whole day, but maybe for a few hours. Nice and sunny right now in this part of North Carolina. Good idea to get some fresh air and, you know, look at the birds and see the kids play. Um, They're playing on the porch right now. Um, I just feel that as also as Tarjay was saying, you know, what am I going to continue to follow when this is over and we go back to our routines? I'm hoping, um, and I touched on this in my editorial, that I hope that things even like in terms of education will change and change for the better if we, you know, take this time to self-reflect. As educators, uh, as a teacher, I've always been told that we need to reflect on our practice and reflect on the things that we've done for our students, what worked, what didn't. During the the shutdown, so to speak, to look at what I'm doing in my house, look at what I'm doing in terms of with my family, and most importantly, look at what I'm doing with myself and making sure that I am putting myself first and being okay with putting myself first. Uh, I've yeah. had a few moments, yeah, this week where I felt overwhelmed because I was teaching at home, and then I also had to make sure that my children were completing their assignments as well as, you know, still having a home life. And I've, I have enjoyed being at home, but I have to make sure that I am carving out the necessary time and space for myself to be away from everything and everyone because I didn't realize how much I was needed until this week because everybody needed me for something. And it was, it got to be intense in some uh, points of the week. So just taking a step back and even I didn't really push the kids this week on getting assignments done. You were able to log in and get something done. Great. If not, it'll still be there because I don't want them to be overwhelmed. I don't want them to be stressed. And I made sure that I told my students the same thing. Like, it'll get done. I'm just checking in to make sure that things are okay. 
And um, this week has been a real eye-opener for me as far as, you know, what some of my students are facing right now since, you know, things have changed, you know, so dramatically for them. So I guess for me, I'm more concerned right now about their mental health um, as opposed to, you know, whether or not they're getting assignments done. I know it'll get done um, to the best of their ability, but I'm not trying to, to add that stress as we're still adjusting. So I just know right. that going forward, self-care, I'm still taking baby steps, um, doing little things, rediscovering my love for music. I've put down my crochet for a few months now, and I'm going to pick that back up and start working on some little projects that I had um, started and hadn't completed. And I uh, also would love to get back into my writing. Um, I love doing the editorials, and I'll continue to do that, but I also love writing fiction. So I want to compose at least one short story over the next two weeks and um, not even necessarily submit it for anything, but just have it for myself. Just know that I started something and I completed it. Yep. I don't know if you all can hear that, but we're in the middle middle of a huge storm. Oh, yeah, here too. Um, Here too. So... Yeah, it's getting bad here. So um, we have about 14 minutes, 38 seconds. And all I have to say before I turn it over Mm -hmm. to Shauna is one of my emails, I have (laughs) 45,329 unread emails, and that's just one. So to give you all an idea of what happens when you're dealing with people all over the world and you're doing so much, that's just one of my emails. So yes, I, I continually work on those, but I do know that I will probably never catch up to all of them, but at some point the people will call and then I'll talk to them anyway. So when I get to that email, I can just delete it. But again, I'm working on making this the best life that I can live right now. And I'm going to turn it over to you, Shauna, to bring us to an end and then I'll do our infamous closing unless you can remember it nope. by heart. By no, can't remember it. <laughs> Cannot remember it. You got it. I appreciate you. <laughs> So my final words, I'll keep it really simple as usual because the kid is at the door. Um, There was a quote that I read recently that said, an empty lantern provides no light. Self-care is a fuel that allows your light to shine brightly. So during these times, we all, I just encourage you to give yourself a little extra love. Practice a little extra self-care so that you don't have to be on empty. If you find yourself on empty, turn inwardly and get the fuel you need, whether it be through exercise, whether it be through better health choice, diet choices, whether it be to making a phone call to have someone listen. Whatever self-care you need, you give it to yourself because it equates to the love that we have for ourselves. I started off saying how so many things occurred this week that challenged me and pointed me back to self-care and choosing, so I'm going to remind myself and my listeners that choosing you is okay and it's imperative. (laughs) It is a must. As we, the new word, it is essential. <laughs> it is essential. Yes. Providing yes. yourself with the attention 
is essential. Approach this coming week. Write out your intentions for the week, for your business purposes, yes, for your family, but also write out your intentions to love up on yourself a little bit this week, okay? Because when we come back, I'm going to ask you guys, did you love up on yourself a little bit this week? And I hope that everyone, including myself, can say yes and that you fall in love with loving yourself. Because I can't be a light if I'm walking in darkness. I'm not going to teach you or try to teach you something that I don't practice. So know that, as always, y'all know I'm about love. I love each and every one of you. Thank you for joining us on our open chat um, Saturday discussion here on our focus, Females Often Clarity, Unity, and Success. I look forward to speaking with everyone again soon. Thank you, C. Maria, for giving me this first op- this, the option today or the opportunity um, lead. I really had fun today. And I want everybody to remember self-care is guilt-free. Self-care is guilt-free. So be blessed. We'll talk to y'all next week. Go ahead, C. Maria. All righty. Um, just a few quick announcements. Tomorrow, next week, we're not on. We'll be back in two weeks for our Cerebral Conversations, where, thanks to Amish Comedian, we will be doing or talking about self-actualization. It's going to be a continuation of this week, but next week, it's our time for self-care to regroup and refresh. So we won't be on, give you a chance to listen to some of our prior shows while we're away. Um, What else do we have on here? Again, we are evolving. We'll keep you informed on when we will be expanding our platforms to YouTube and Facebook Live and possibly doing some other individual um, live broadcasts on Instagram as well and possibly Periscope. I have not ventured into that yet. But, uh, again, I be- the biggest platforms that we have right now, Facebook and YouTube. So be looking for us to expand our programming to those as well. We will be doing more uh, public events on Zoom as time goes on. Right now we're still in the private mode to make sure that we are doing the best things that we can do there and bring you the best programming there. But um, with about nine minutes left, if anyone's in our call query, you have anything to say, very short, we can bring you on air. So anyone have anything else to say before I do our closing uh, mantra for today? If you're in our call query and you want to be on air, you can press the number one on your phone, and I'll bring you on air for a few moments. But otherwise... Uh, Amish Comedian says, thanks for the show, ladies. And thank you for being here again. Amish, you come as a guest, but you leave as a member of our family. So we hope that you will visit again soon. We'll be back in two weeks at our regular time at 9 a.m. Eastern U.S. time for another segment of the Focus Females Global Chat Cafe here on the Healing Through Hurt iTalk Radio for this Saturday morning motivation. So with that said, people, it's that time for us to wish you all enough. We want to wish you 
enough sunshine to brighten your rainy days, but we also want to wish you enough rain to make your gardens grow beautifully. We want to wish you enough smiles to make the frown that you've been carrying around. We want you to turn that upside down. But most of all, we want to pray and wish you enough strength and courage to face whatever may be coming your way and knocking at your door this very moment and beyond. If you need us, our blanket number is 202-618-2556. That's 202-618-2556. We are here for you. Uh, If you need to send us something in writing, we will give you that information. Just send us a text or give us a call, leave a message, and we will get back to you. You are not in whatever it is that you're going through alone. As Shauna, I believe, said, we cannot be those beacons of light if we're living in our own darkness. So each of us has a story. We've come a long way. And in doing so, We promise to only tell you what we know that you need to hear. We will never tell you what we know that you want to hear because we leave that up to the other feel-good, foo-foo, fluff-fluff gurus out there that take your money and give you all the lies that make you feel good in the moment. That's not what we're about. If you want to get involved, you have a story you want to share, you'd like to support us, we are under the umbrella of the Wall Foundation Incorporated, which is an IRS-approved and recognize 501c3 nonprofit. So all of your donations are tax deductible to the fullest extent of current laws here in the United States. So again, thank you all for being here. We appreciate you. We respect you. And know that you are precious gems on this earth. That is Shauna's grandbaby, I believe. Chit-chatting. No, no, that's not mine. Um, not mine. Oh, no. Mine, wait. <laughs> what is that? What's Allie B? Oh, wait. Is that, Princess, is that Carter? That's Princess Peapod. Oh, that's oh, Princess Peapod. Okay. That is Princess Peapod. She has a lot to say today as well. So from all of our families to yours, be well, be blessed, and continue to be awesome in everything that you do. Continue to work towards your goals. Never stop until you see them. And we hope to see you at the mountaintop. So until next time, as we begin, we will end with Tori Lee's good music. So many of you like to hear that. So again, it's Tori Lee, T-O-R-I space L-E-E. And the title of this song is Good Music. We hope to see you back here again in two weeks for our cerebral conversation when we will be discussing self-actualization. So until then, be well, be blessed. Some of you, I'll see you over on Zoom later on today. Others, we'll see you here in two weeks. And be prepared for us to expand where we will be doing broader and larger programs down the road. Have a great, great, great day. I get lost in your words, it feels so good when I'm hurt, take my mind off of the pain, love when the beat takes me away with only good music.
Good 